With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, I want to um, do a reply to an article that was posted on Eric Dubay's website, The Atlantean Conspiracy. It wasn't written by him, but it was uh, obviously it was posted on his website because he endorsed it. So I'm just going to reply to the article as if it was written by Mr. Dubay. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Southern Israelite coming at you again on the 23rd of November uh, in the year of Pope Gregory 2015. I had a, a, a guy I know very well send me an article written um, talking about how the Jewish God is a psychopath. So, so let's get into this. Um, first of all, as you know, if you've been following my channel for any time, um, I have a Google Drive that I have downloaded eight books and a bibliography uh, representing over 15 years of my research on issues like these. Uh, the, the, what the premise that Eric is operating off of is something that I have been um, studying for over 15 years of my life. I've lost everything that a human being could want to live for studying these issues. You are not going to find in your life another human being that knows no, more about these issues than I do. When I was in college, um, all I did with my free time was study this stuff about the occult. All the, the big conspiracies uh, in the world, uh, stuff about the Illuminati and Freemasonry. I, I read thousands and thousands of pages of stuff. I read Holy Blood, Holy Grail, cover to cover numerous times. Uh, I knew the Dan Brown stuff was coming out. And, you know, I read through the, the, the classic work, Holy Blood, Holy Grail. Read through uh, all of John Daniel's works, the huge tomes on the, the Mystery Babylon issue, and uh, reading all the history of the, the development of Freemasonry up from the early centuries uh, up all the way to, uh, you know, the 1700s when uh, Freemasonry becomes formally and openly established. Um, you see, um, I, I also read uh, Mackey's work. Uh, just thousands and thousands of pages of stuff I read. It was I was obsessed with these issues, and uh, I found that there are insurmountable problems with these understandings that Eric is coming at with, with the with, uh, against the Bible and against the Jewish God. I know all this stuff like the back of my hand. You're not you're not going to come across anyone who doesn't understand who understands these things better than I do. All right. So, I, I, in my work, 166 Theses Against the Jews, uh, the Ebionites, the Muslims, and the Premillennialists, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to deal with a lot of this. But other, my other books as well deal with this. Uh, the the uh, Verbal Sorcery of Trinitarianism, I show you what the real conspiracy is, what the real pagan conspiracy is. And uh, the, my citing of Faber's work, uh, Schaefer's work, Judeophobia, uh, deal with all this stuff. Okay, so my bibliography and my books deal with all this stuff in, the, in more detail you're ever going to need in your life. Okay, number one, does Eric define what a psychopath is? <laughs> Let, let's, let's just get to the root of what Eric is saying. All Eric is saying is what all liberals do when they're trying to come up with a definition of good and evil. I don't like it. 
That's all he means. I don't like Jehovah. That's why he's wrong. Jehovah doesn't make me feel good. Well, it's because you're disobeying his commandments. And he makes me feel very good on a daily basis. When I pray and I sing psalms to him, and when I read his word and I study and meditate upon it, <clears throat> it, it, it livens the mind. And, and to make sure I don't go into atheism, because, friends, this is a very important issue uh, to those of us who like to study, right? Don't make everything intellectual, because if you make everything intellectual, you're going you're gonna to become a nihilist and end up completely clueless, and you're going to end up, you might even go insane, okay? <clears throat> make sure you, if you're, if you're a, a student of Yehovah Elohim that you spend plenty of time in prayer, plenty of time in uh, scripture study and memorization plenty of time in singing psalms uh, which God commanded he did not command any other <clears throat> any other uh, songs to be sung to him but the ones that he uh, the ones that he inspired and revealed to seers and prophets so uh, does he define psychopath no all he's saying is Yehovah doesn't make me feel good and that's because he is uh, a, a disobedient rebel and uh, Yahweh is not going to give the blessings of his spirit to someone who is blaspheming his name. Uh, two, all modern regimes, and Eric is a product of communism. Eric is a, Eric is a communist, okay? Uh, he, <clears throat> oh, I'm not a communist. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. I, I've seen all throughout your writings, you criticize racism and sexism these are all principles that were explicitly uh, born out of communism um, all modern regimes came to power through genocide everyone believes in genocide folks and Eric believes in genocide Eric is actually participating in genocide he's miscegenating his race right now with the woman that he's married or I'm not sure if they're married what I, I, I see this picture of this uh, uh, Asian woman that he's with all the time so I'm assuming that's his wife I haven't I don't know but again, do, does he have any white children? <clears throat> yeah, I've never seen them. Okay, so he's participating in genocide. All racial integration is genocide. You're just, you're, it's just sophistry. And as I've, I've uh, pointed out in my book on the South, according to the United Nations definition of genocide, uh, racial integration is genocide. A any any uh, criteria that's policies that are put upon a people that end their ethnic existence is genocide sorry guys you communists you all believe in genocide you love genocide you just believe in the genocide of your own people <laughs> and then you're going to criticize us of being hateful right you're the biggest you're the most hateful people hateful racists in the world you hate your own race oh my goodness why do you hate your own people um yeah, I mean, you, you look at the crimes of communism in the 20th century, over 120 million people murdered. Unbelievable. He should know this. I mean, he's over in Asia. He, he's, he's like in a hotbed of something that's happened in the last century over there, right? Tens of millions of people <clears throat> have been murdered by communism. And he's going to turn around and call, <laughs> call Yehovah Elohim a psychopath. You're a psychopath, Mr. Mr. Uh, Dubay. Uh Archaeological evidence. There's no he. Uh, the next argument he brings up is archaeological evidence. Oh, there's no archaeological evidence for the Exodus. There is no way whatsoever he could know that. 
All he's doing is just parroting crap he's heard on the internet or read or something on the internet. I mean, there there are scholars uh, who don't come to all uh, you know comfortable conclusions on these issues. People who are actually archaeologists who don't know how to put all the pieces together. I, there is a uh, there is a, a good documentary that's come out, and I've put I've dealt with these issues for years, folks. Uh, on my bibliography, I have numerous scholarly works that deal with these issues, and there's a really good. Uh, work that came out recently called Patterns of Evidence. It's a documentary on this exact issue. And he shows how scholars have fidgeted with the timeline. And uh, so uh, they have plenty of evidence for the Exodus. It's just that the way that they've structured the timeline, the the, the way that they the, that the artifacts, uh, they interpret the artifacts, they put them in a different timeline. We have plenty of, there's plenty of archaeological evidence for the Exodus. It's just they, they, they fidget with the timeline. Anyway, you watch the watch the documentary. I, I'm not qualified to speak on that issue either, and neither is Mr. Debay. There are very few people in the world who are qualified to actually speak on these issues, and he's just he's just parroting something he's heard on the internet that agrees with his uh, dispositions. Uh, the next argument that Eric makes: uh, the Israelite religion, for instance, was as every bit as polytheistic as that of the Canaanites. Many traces of the gods, goddesses, the Israelites worship can still be found in the Bible itself, despite all the editing and creative embellishment carried out by the Levite priests and the influence of Babylonian mystery schools, unquote. Really? Because I've, I've read the Bible like a hundred times, and uh, I never saw that. And as a matter of fact, everything in the Torah is against paganism. Uh, the reason why I do not harm the edges of my beard. This was a commandment given in Leviticus 19 specifically so the people would not look like the Egyptian priests. That's why the commandment was given. Okay? Everything in the Torah is to reject paganism, to reject the pagan religions. And uh, this is this is an issue I have specialized in in my life, okay? Not only theologically, but historically, okay? Philosophically, Burke, uh, on... Um, Conquering the Verbal Sorcerer Trinitarianism, my work in the South, uh, on the South, the uh, Defense of the South Against the Jesuit Counter-Reformation, my chapter on the Jews. I deal with all this in the most explicit detail you're ever going to find. Folks, as I've pointed out from the works of Jude, uh, work Judeophobia, published by Harvard University Press, um, the ancient peoples before the time of Jesus, Yeshua, they all hated the Jews because their religion was completely opposite. And I have documented from Egyptians, from Roman historians, Egyptian historians, themselves admitting they hate the Jews because the Jews reject all their religions. And as I have documented from the work of George Stanley Faber and his his masterpiece, three-volume work, uh, the the origins of pagan idolatry, folks, we know all we he he documented from all primary sources all the pagan religions of the world derive from the biblical story of Noah and what they did was they took the the people that were involved in Noah's life and the, his the children that he had and the conflict that they had at the Tower of Babel and they just deified those people they made them gods and that's how they created their pagan religions oh god I gotta itch my nose so bad not only this we have prima facie evidence. Uh, Noah is all over the pagan religions, folks. This is how we know. This what, what's A lot of these Nazi guys, and Eric's kind of really weird that he's aligned himself with Nazism because he's also a communist, which is interesting. Um, 
obviously, well, that's actually not that, that big of a leap because communists hate, they are anti-Semitic. They hate the Jews. They hate the Jewish Bible, right? I'm not going to understand that. The name Noah is all over the pagan religions. Uh, the Hindu religion, Vishnu, Vishnu, uh, in, as, uh, as um, the two Babylons uh, written by Hisla points out, in the Chaldean, the name Vishnu means the man Noah, the man Noah. It's just, and Faber actually points out in his book that the, the, the pronunciation Nu is probably the best, um, the best uh, uh, pronunciation of his name. You find the name Nu all over the Egyptian religion. Uh, the uh, Hellenistic Greco-Roman tradition, uh, one of the principal, um, uh, one of the ultimate principles of the, of the Hellenistic structure is the noose. The noose. That's Noah. And in the Hindu religion as well, huge devastating evidence. Uh, recent DNA tests of the ancient Hindu uh, priesthood, the caste system, they were Kohanim. As I've documented in my books, uh, the, 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 the DNA tests uh, that were done on the ancient Egyptian, I'm sorry, the ancient Hindu caste system, those priests, not only were they Jewish, they were specifically of the line of the Kohanim. Ooh, devastating evidence. Devastating evidence. So, we know it's exactly the opposite of what you people are saying, okay? The Bible didn't borrow from paganism. Paganism borrowed from the Bible. Uh, next, Eric uh, argues, uh, quotation, you do not have to be a psychiatrist. Just use common sense. There's no such thing as common sense. That, that, that's, just, that's just him saying, I want to make my feelings an absolute measurement of... of uh, of, uh, of morality, and I'm going to impose that on everyone, okay? And there's quite a bit of narcissism and megalomania in that mindset, is there not? Quite a bit of solipsism. Uh, next argument Eric makes, Yahweh is criminally insane. Uh, let's test your measurement, Mr. Dubay. Was, was Nat Turner insane? One of the slave rebels here in America? He killed scores of people. He was a nutcase, and he even admitted that his master was good to him. Was he insane? Because your tradition says he was a hero. Okay. Now, how do you know? Most of the liberal people, they, they, they celebrate what Nat Turner did. Mr. John Brown killed all kinds of people. Abolitionist here in America. Was he insane, Mr. Dubay? Are you going to be consistent? People that go on murderous tirades, right? You have to say they're insane, right? So your entire movement's insane. Because the French Revolution did that. The reign of terror, killing hundreds of thousands of people in France. All your communist regimes, they came to power through murder. Mass murder. Right? On your So who isn't insane, Mr. Duvet? Oh, you're the only person in the world who's not insane. That's your position, isn't it? See, do you see your, 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 your Satanism? You're, you're, you're arrogating to yourselves, yourself, divine attribute. You're, you're the only person that has the right perspective. That's the way all these people think, folks. These, these atheist communist people, <laughs> they're all Satanists. It's all just, it's, it's philosophically and just on a rational basis. You don't even have to know the Bible. On a rational, you can point out the inconsistencies in the way these, what, what these people are doing, all their manipulations. Next, uh, Eric Dubay quotes Richard Dawkins, quote, the God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant, unpleasant character. How is that a value measurement? 
unpleasant. All you're saying is you don't like him. He's the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Well, you're just asserting it's fiction. Okay. But there's tons of evidence for most of the Bible, right? Uh, we, sorry, we, we, we found Noah's Ark. It's the Derupiner site. Have you seen it? Exact same length as the Ark. Exactly where the Bible said the Ark was going to be. Right? It's not fiction. Jealous and proud of it. Uh, liberals are the most jealous people in the world. Uh, they, 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 that's why they don't allow freedom of speech here in this country, uh, even now. Uh, this is huge, um, huge uh, controversies among atheists and liberals right now, is uh, these issues of freedom of speech, okay? The, 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 the establishment liberalism, uh, just in the last uh, few weeks in, in University of Missouri, the protests going on there, completely shutting down freedom of speech, right? They hate, and my father's just like, my father's an atheist liberal. He is so jealous of the fact that I have abandoned the Enlightenment and taken Yehovah Elohim. He has gotten so mad at me for this. Very jealous. Liberals are very jealous. And they're very controlling. They're huge control freaks. Massive control freaks. Unjust. All you mean is it, it doesn't, you know, he just doesn't go along with your feelings. That's all you mean by unjust. You have no definition of unjust. The Bible defines what's just and what's unjust. There is no other measurement but people's just arbitrary feelings. Unforgiving. Atheists, are, atheists and liberals and, uh, and communists are the biggest, biggest uh, unforgiving people, most unforgiving people. Who has shed all the revengeful blood in the last 150 years? Liberals who hate Yehovah Elohim. And then they're going to turn around and say we're unforgiving and murderous and psychopaths. <laughs> A vindictive, bloodthirsty, really. So when uh, your Yankee soldiers came down here, uh, Eric, and uh, you know, for, you're you're a Yankee, right? You're from you're from the no, you're a, you're a Yankee liberal, right? So those are your soldiers, and soldiers, and they came down here and they raped, pillaged, and murdered our people. And there was specifically one instance. Okay, uh, this is one instance uh, in South Carolina. Uh, War Crimes Against Southern, this is from War Crimes Against Southern Civilians by Walter Sisko, page 152. Quote, Confederate Brigadier General James Chestnut was informed by Wheeler's cavalrymen of a crime they discovered that was far worse. The home of a family identified as the M's was found plundered. A part of seven Federals had come only under, only, come upon only Mrs. M and her teenaged daughter at home. They tied up the mother and each of them proceeded to rape the daughter. By the time Confederates arrived, the girl was dead, and the mother was out of her mind. The Yankees were overtaken, and the road by the Southern troopers, who shot them down, cut their throats, and left the bodies with a sign that read, These are the seven. Unquote. So, Mr. Dubay, when your, when your soldiers came down here, when they, when they tied up that lady in her room, in her in her house and made her witness them gang raping her daughter over and over again was was that love mr dubay when when they when they were hearing her screaming and crying and listening watching her mother go insane wa watching the whole thing happen was that love mr dubay was that forgiveness <laughs> Continuing with the with the quotation from Mr. Dawkins, a vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser. Liberals are the biggest ethnic cleansers in the whole world, right? 
That's what that's what the whole civil rights movement's been about. Folks, the, the white people, ever since the civil rights movement, we're about dead now. We're about dead. There's we're about like a little less than ten percent of the world's population. By the time the nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, we were like thirty percent of the world's population. Now we're like ten percent. Because of all the the racial policies of the last 60 years ever since the civil rights era people white people hate each help hate themselves and the white women are going after the other races to to punish the evil white man right and that's it's, eric's doing that very thing he's participating in genocide of his own people and ethnic cleansing a misogynistic well we've seen in the last 60 years why um there is uh, discrimination against women in the bible Discrimination against women is necessary for their happiness and for the survival of our races of creatures. Of creatures, women, as we've seen in the last sixty years, they cannot make decisions for themselves. The 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 complete destruction of the family. The last article that I saw, over seventy percent of people aged twenty to thirty-four, seventy percent of them are unmarried. Family is destroyed. Over 50, just in this country alone, over 55 million children have been aborted. Uh, half, uh, over half of the, uh, the last CDC report I saw, 120-something million people have sexually transmitted diseases here. Uh, the sexual revolution that she created, the feminist woman created here, has created an international sex human trafficking market. I mean, it's just go on and on. Folks, these 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 women are the worst human beings. These liberated human liberated women here in the West—they are the worst people to ever live, with, without a shadow of a doubt. Nothing comes close in the history of the world to what these liberated women have done in the last sixty years. It's unbelievable—the blood bloodbath that they have created, the misery that they have poured upon the world. Right? The Bible is completely justified. In its misogyny and I am completely happy and comfortable to be called a misogynist yes I, I hate liberated women absolutely they're they're the worst they are the, they are guilty we have evidence guilty of the worst crimes in the history of mankind absolutely absolutely call a spade a spade you have to keep women under control because they can't make decisions for themselves and if they're not under control they'll betray you they are they are treacherous women have the most treacherous hearts of all the creatures of the world and you look at what women have done with their liberation they have done everything that they can to betray uh, the, the very people that gave them that, that really pampered them made them the most pampered uh, privileged creatures in the history of mankind you look at the antebellum women they are the most cherished valued pampered creatures in the history of mankind okay and it was only these these uh of course these these northern liberal wealthy um narcissistic women who created this feminist movement to massage their ego right massage their ego while they turn around and say that Yehovah Elohim is egotistical and megalomaniac. That's interesting. Uh, homophobic. Yes. Uh, um, homosexuality is a prima facie uh, evidence that uh, homosexuality uh, destroys um, manhood. It uh, creates sexually transmitted diseases, spreads them. It um, is is really completely against nature. Um, there is absolutely no. You, you can just just in your physical composition, you can look at yourself, fellas, and know 
that you're, you're not designed to have sex with a man. You're designed to have sex with a woman. Those, those testicles that you have under your penis right there, okay, that has no compatibility with a man whatsoever. Those, those testicles are for the impregnating of a woman. That's what they're for. That's what they're there for. Okay. The Bible is completely true and accurate, but you, you can just look at the, your physical uh, nature that God has created and, and see. He has, he has woven sexual orientation into your biology. Okay. Racist, infanticidal. Well, you, first of all, you guys are racist too. You, you just hate your own race, right? And it's interesting how all these religious conversations keep coming back to the hegemony of political regimes. We know what you're doing here. Racist, homophobic, infanticidal. You're lobbying for a political regime. <laughs> That's all you're doing. The word racist and racism was created in the early 20th century. It is a, by communists, all, there is, the, the communist conference has created these words. Okay, you can check me out on that, uh, on etymological history. It, it, they were created by communists. You can read Frederick Engels' Principles of Communism, sections 21 to 23. He discusses that um, there must be racial dissolution. It is a, a direct... Uh, inference from the dissolution of private property. It's not. It's not my interpretation. That's what he says. Uh, genocidal. Uh, you you believe in genocide? Um, Felicital, which means you uh, parents hating their children. And the the the, the atheists and liberals have shown us um, just in the last 150 years how much they hate their children. Just in this country alone, they've killed over 55 million of their own children. And they're going to turn around and tell us that we. We're guilty of infanticide and felicity is come on pestilential megalomaniac sadomasochistic actually that would describe your person uh, the best Alfred Kinsey you want to talk about a, a megalomaniacal a megalomaniacal sadomasochist uh, Alfred Kinsey uh, l lunatic lunatic uh, well, uh, study how he died study how he died he, he was uh, he was a freak um capriciously malevolent bully oh a bully let me tell you about a bully mr dawkins because of people like you this is what you have brought upon us uh, the, the bullying that has happened to white people uh, in the west in the last uh, 60 years um and this man was your agent i was in class one day this is my sophomore year in high school and I was just sitting in my desk doing work in my Western Civilization class. Mr. Schmidt was in the front of the class. And this black man named uh, Demetrius walked up right next to my desk and he dropped a pencil on the ground. And he looked at me and he said, pick it up. And I looked at him and I said, I'm not picking that up. And that guy grabbed me on the back by the back of my neck, lifted me out of my chair and smashed my face down on the ground where the pencil was in front of the whole class. The teacher's watching. All the students are watching. No one says a thing. And he looks at me and he goes, pick it up, bitch. And he was obviously physically superior to me. I picked it up. I gave it to him absolutely humiliated in front of the whole class. And no one said a thing. And you're going to sit there with your a straight face and criticize us of being bullies. Now... Next, uh, Mr. Dubé, and, and that was that was your doing. That was a product of your policies, racial integration policies. You created those policies to bully white people. So don't sit there, don't sit there and criticize. Uh, try to say that you you don't support bullying. Your whole movement's about bullying. All of this is about bullying. 
All right. Now, Mr. Dubay uh, criticizes racism. Of course, racism was connect, is clearly connects him to communism. It's just a pejorative for nationalism. It's all. It's just a communist pejorative for nationalism. That's all it is. <clears throat> Uh, next, Mr. Mr. Dubay brings up the Rothschilds, and he brings up um, Lenin as well. Oh, look at these Jews! Um, first of all, Mr. Rothschild is clearly not a Jew. He may be a physical descendant of Abraham, um, but he's he's not clearly not a Jew. Uh, he doesn't have a beard. You look at the picture. He doesn't keep Leviticus 19. He don't, doesn't keep the Torah. Where's his seed? I don't see any seed on any of these Jews that you guys bring up all the, in, anywhere. Uh, these are men who have clearly abandoned Judaism, completely abandoned the Bible. And he's wearing a Catholic Templar cross. And as I pointed out very clearly in my works, folks, uh, the Rothschilds are the banking family for the Vatican. Now, this is well known. Okay, So don't tell me the Jews are behind all this. The Vatican and the Jesuits are behind all this. And <clears throat> he says, he says, uh, the next thing he says, capitalism and communism, two sides of the same Jewish coin. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> all right. As I pointed out very clearly, um, first of all, communism is the ancient monastic Catholic system. Okay, uh, the the monasteries of the ancient world uh, created communism. I've I've documented this clearly in my work. Uh, you can go to the New Advent Catholic Encyclopedia. In the year 1260, the abolition of private property was commenced uh, by the profession of the Friars Minor in 1260. This is this is part of the monastic system. That's what a vow of poverty is. Okay, a vow of poverty is a vow not to say you don't eat food or have any clothes. It's a renunciation of private property. It's communism. Communism came from the Catholic monastic orders, and then it was perfected by the Jesuits in the 1700s. And then <clears throat> when Karl Marx made it popular in the 1800s after the Industrial Revolution, and then there was clear justification for it, right? Because the the cap and well, let's let's talk about the history of capitalism. Capitalism is a creation of of, of Darwinism. The, the ideas of competition. You read, as I've pointed out already, <clears throat> you read Origin of Species. You read Charles Darwin's comments about Herbert Spencer. The survival of the fittest doctrine is the essence of the capitalist understanding of competition and absolute private property, meaning you have no interest whatsoever in anybody else's lives, just yourself. Right, that's wrong, and um, you know th th this very individualistic, um, competitive uh, uh, posturing that you have to take against the whole world, and uh, which, by the way, you can't believe in a free market if you believe that, because if you believe in competition, you're going to do everything that you can to alter the market towards your benefit. We know that the economic theories of capitalism and communism, at least as they exist today, uh, were creations, were, were, were uh, reactions to the Industrial Revolution in the 1800s and early 1900s. And, um, well, of course, there's going to be some Jews involved with economic theory, but they didn't create it. There's no way they created it. We know who created capitalism, Charles Darwin and Herbert Spencer. We know who created capitalism, and those are not Jews. And we look at communists, uh, the communism. We know who created communism. It's the ancient Catholic monastic orders and the Jesuits. Those are not Jews. And I have documented in my book, uh, Defense of the South Against the Jesuit Counter-Reformation, the Ignatius Loyola was not a Jew. 
Uh, hit the Bosque blood is R1B, folks. We have documentation of this. Bosque blood. He was a Bosque. And they are R1B. They are not J1 or J2. They're R1B. So, uh, this whole idea of two, uh, two sides of the same Jewish coin is completely baseless. Completely baseless. Oh, you see, I'm Drake. You've admitted yourself there's Jews involved in the Bolshevik Revolution. Of course I admit that. Of course I admit that. They were apostates and they got what they deserved uh, under Hitler. Absolutely. Absolutely. They were apostates. They had, they had joined in with atheist communism and Hitler punished them for it. And that's what they deserved. According to Deuteronomy 28, that's exactly what they deserved. And according to Deuteronomy 28, that could not have happened to the Jews unless they had done something wrong. And they did. And we know it. Right? I know Jewish people who admit that. You read Michael Brown's book, uh, Our Hands Are Stained With Blood. He admits it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah of course there's going to be some Jew economics. Jewish people are very smart. Of course they're going to be involved in it. And yes, their, their, their uh, uh, alliance with the modern usurious banking system shows that they're not Jews. That they've abandoned their Jewishness, and they are, are now a part of the Jesuit Enlightenment. Okay, these Jewish bankers do not believe in Judaism; they believe in the Jesuit Enlightenment. Okay, <clears throat> the 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 Jewish uh, prohibition of usury in Deuteronomy twenty three and its allowance of taking usury from foreigners is completely um, anachronistic. That was in their Jewish nationalistic theocracy they had in in Israel. Okay. Now, I can understand uh, them being over in Israel and saying that they could take usury from foreigners. But if they've come, immigrated to our nation, become our countrymen, then they can't take usury from us. That's totally anachronistic. You're, 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 you're turning the Torah on its head. The point of the Torah is always to maintain a strong nation. So what is your alternative, Mr. Dubay? If you think the Bible is wrong and psychopathic, what's your alternative? Your feelings? Really? That's it. Just your feelings. People feel differently about things. So how do you know your feelings are right? Now, Mr. Dubay, <clears throat> I was very disappointed with this article. And really, someone that's in, as intelligent as you, I have to, um, I have to suspect that uh, you have a you have so that's my word today uh correcting mr dubay for his ridiculous theories and i have refuted all of them in the books that i've written so go to my google drive i have eight books and one bibliography which will answer all these things in more detail than you're ever going to find and um i'm the southern israelite signing off shalom lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.